This is Robert Margolacci, Chief Digital Publisher of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. I have the good fortune of having a Mindshare Learning Moment with Richard Erdman, is uh, elementary school principal with the York Region District School Board. He's been in the education field for the past 30 years with the last 18 years as a school administrator. Richard is currently one of the three provincial councillors for the Ontario Principals Council representing the YRDSB. Richard co-moderates the monthly hashtag OPC chat, leadership chats, which focuses on a variety of topics of interest to leaders and aspiring leaders across the province and beyond. Richard is passionate about embedding modern learning approaches in his work as a school leader and works to model effective use of technology in his practice with his staff and students. Appropriately integrating technology through our school's learning commons, makerspace, and staff professional learning leadership opportunities is one of his goals. Thank you for joining me this afternoon, Richard. Well, thanks for having me, Robert. I appreciate it. Now, uh, FEDC, the Future of Education Technology Conference uh, in, in Orlando last week, it was my, incidentally, it was my 20th year so (laughs) yeah i know it's unbelievable 20 20 years and i still i I missed the odd one but uh i attended the majority of them and it was one of the biggest yet Uh, they said that the show the exhibit floor was the one of the biggest ever and um yeah i thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to kind of debrief and uh, get your impressions what inspired you to attend fetc in the first place Well, I'm really interested in the latest technology and advancements that are happening in the area of modern learning. And I uh, find that uh, that it's the the FETC conference gives us a great opportunity to uh, network with other like minded individuals that is that are looking for uh, the latest and greatest. Uh, And it's a great way to, as you said, the um, the. exhibition hall uh, highlights and showcases all the wonderful technology that's available out there. And I also like meeting up with, uh, you know, I follow a lot of people on Twitter and they seem to attend the FETC conference. So it's great to meet up with them and get to meet some of the people, you know, online on social media face to face. And it it really is about the community, isn't it? Yeah. I found that, uh, you know, in my uh, experience in embracing the Twitter community. And we started using it, uh, I think, 11 years ago when I enrolled in the master's program in educational technology at Pepperdine, that it just opened up a whole new world of collaboration and sharing and insight and very collegial. And and to my surprise, when we had the EdCamp 905 meeting here at our space um, recently, uh, some teachers said that we're on the committee, said I'm the only one on Twitter in my whole school and I can't get others to jump on. And I was I was frankly really surprised because I thought, you know, we reached the tipping point on Twitter. For sure. I, I really uh, try to promote my staff from joining Twitter as a communication tool with families, but also as a professional learning tool, because as you said, uh, people on Twitter are more than willing to share resources, ideas. Uh, I, I spend a lot of my time on Twitter gathering uh, great, neat ideas to share with staff. So, And uh, all of it's free and available to you at all times, so I highly recommend 
Twitter as a, as a learning tool. And that's how we connected as well. And then you further joined us at our Can-Am uh, Celebration of Excellence meetups in the past years. And, and, that's, and that's the cool thing when you actually connect with the person that you've been following uh, on, on Twitter is that there's already that kind of connection and it just really gets uh, cemented, if you will, when, when you meet face to face, doesn't it? It certainly does. I was happy to meet. I met Matt Miller, the author of Ditch That Textbook. I met Holly Clark, co-author of the Google Infused Classroom. And I was and I was excited to meet Eric Curtis, who's a blogger for controlaltachieve.com. All of those guys I've been following for years on Twitter and enjoying all the great resources and items they're uh, giving out. And to meet them in person was great and to thank them for all they do. That's awesome. So how, what, uh, what session uh, or sessions did you take in that inspired you uh, most at FETC? Uh, well, there was three that really come to mind. The first was the opening keynote address by Sal Khan. I really was impressed with his, uh, you know, listening to his story or his journey on how he developed Khan Academy. I didn't really realize that it all began with the idea of him tutoring one of his cousins uh, online. And he really took us through an incredible uh, story of him taking a year leave of absence, deciding with his wife he was going to try to make this a, a reality and sort of struggling through the first little while of, you know, working through all the, uh, the growing pains of starting it up. And then uh, also having Bill Gates recognize him and uh, acknowledge him on one of his uh, speaking engagements and then sort of being one of the early donators to the Khan Academy. I thought that was a really inspiring story. I, I agree. I, I was so impressed by his uh, keynote and it taught me a few things about infusing humor um, in, in your conversation. And 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 I think it's, it's important to have that kind of uh, sense of, you know, openness and, you know, poking fun at yourself, right? It makes you seem like a real genuine individual, doesn't it? Uh, certainly his presentation sure. style was, uh, he was very refined. Yeah, funny, but knowledgeable and, you know, really made you seem like maybe you could do it too if you yeah. tried. <laughs> well, you, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, what, what was interesting was that, uh, you know, the story on, on how he actually, you know, was a cousin of his saying, hey, why don't you put this on YouTube? And he's like, what is that? You know, he, he wasn't really up on the technology, was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, but I guess the technology was the the innovative approach to doing that, right? Uh, so that was a great, yeah, really neat way of, uh, of meeting the needs of his family. And then it expanded on. And now look, it's around the world and it's tutoring people in faraway places or remote locations. What a great, uh, great innovative idea. And I didn't realize the depth of uh, some of those uh, learning modules that are offered. I thought it was just videos, but it's well beyond that, isn't it? Yeah, it's expanding, ever expanding. Yeah, the other session I really enjoyed was I went to a few of the Apple uh, Apple learning sessions. They were free sessions offered. Uh, and um, you had to get up early in the morning to grab a ticket to attend because they were gone basically by 8.30 in the morning. Wow. But uh, yeah, but one of the sessions I attended was focused on the iPad and how it had a lot of assistive technology features built in uh, that maybe many of us are not aware of. And uh, they basically took us through some hands-on learning 
We went through a series of activity cards and explored the iPad and all the assistive technology features that it has on it. So that was some great hands-on learning for sure. Fantastic. And uh, and you've got one more? or Yeah. The last one was from Microsoft. I attended one of their sessions and they talked about their immersive reader. And uh, basically, it's uh, a reader that enables students with uh, learning differences, uh, such as dyslexia, and it helps them use uh, text coding solutions, helps build their confidence, and uh, it has like a line-focused feature and a picture dictionary. And it really, uh, you know, was a great way of showing that uh, technology and companies are really trying to meet the needs of all students so that everyone can achieve and learn. So I was really impressed with that one as well. Fantastic. And uh, you had an opportunity to um, watch, uh, walk the uh, exhibit floor a little bit? Yeah, the exhibit hall is amazing. Uh, For those that have never attended, I would highly recommend that you go to FETC just for the exhibit hall alone. It's basically bigger than a football field. And it is just filled with all the latest technology, makerspace resources, learning commons, furniture. It even has a food court. It's just an amazing, you can spend the whole day just visiting all the booths. There's many presentations, there's contests, there's giveaways. It's just an amazing place. Was there anything that jumped out at you that you hadn't seen? I I saw the, uh, and, and they were a Canadian company out of Quebec that had the immersive you know, throw the ball at the wall kind of gaming uh, solution that uh, across curricular and it was aimed at getting kids active, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. The one that caught my eye, and I think there were many others because there's big long lineups, was uh, the Merge Cubes. I don't know if you've heard of those before, but I, I really hadn't heard of them before. I did. I, the Merge Cube, I, I got one of those uh, square sponge uh uh, merge cubes, uh, and I did an interview with uh, one of the professors there. I was really impressed by that technology. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. And yeah, these merge cubes, which are basically allow you to ha- to sort of hold in your hand 3D virtual reality uh, using a smartphone or an iPad, uh, and then you just uh, you know show it through the cube, and it's just amazing. And uh, I'm just glad I lined up and spent the 30 minutes waiting to get one of these free cubes. And my I gave it to my uh, teacher librarian yesterday, and he can't wait to uh, learn how to do it and then share it with the kids. Right. So you just download an app, and I'm not sure if it's free or not. I'm, I don't know what the process is, but I saw the live demo, and you know, the professor was dissecting a frog uh, virtually on his uh, mobile phone. And that really uh, just makes that technology that much more powerful uh, when you, you know, we talk about the mobile phones and, the, and how they can be used for education, but that was such a great application, I thought. For sure. Like they had uh, the solar system, going to visit museums, all in the palm of your hand. And so, you know, for students that live in remote communities or uh, you know, they can't uh, can't get access to some of these things. Like you said, even the dissection of the frog, you know, students may not be willing to do it, but they could see it virtually happening. It would be great. No, exactly. And so tell me, uh, Richard, how is, um, has FETC, your experience there, impacted uh, the way you lead? 
Well, I'm, uh, I basically uh, try to live by the quote by George Kuros, who's the author of The Innovative Mindset. And his quote is, as leaders, we need to model the kind of innovation we want to see in our classrooms and in our schools. So I think the FETC conference gives uh, administrators and leaders uh, the opportunity to go and explore and learn all about the latest, greatest technology, applications, software, ways to help uh, students achieve. And that uh, is my biggest impact, is trying to uh, take what I've learned through my sessions and workshops and uh, take it back to my school, share it with my staff through our professional learning or our staff meetings, and then try to get it down to the student level. Well, Richard, very well said. Thank Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Okay, thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. That was Richard Erdman, who is an elementary school principal with the York Region District School Board. My name is Robert Merdlanchi of the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.